I'll make no effort to subdue my personal opinions. I will make every effort to expose you to informed opinions that are different from my own. John, are you certain you didn't want to bring us in with one shining moment? Because that is the song of March. There's only one shining moment needed. <sighs> Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is... What the hell is this? Is this the accredited? This is the accredited. Yes. But it's a special edition of the accredited because it's March. March Madness. You know what that means. It's time for It means bracket. UCF ain't playing. Well, y'all, I mean, y'all are a December, January school. Football is y'all moment. Like, you got to let us have this. Like, basketball schools, March is for us. All right? So um, this is our March Madness bracket cast edition. It's a time-ordered 10YS tradition. Which means I spaz out for an entire month, basically. Like, that's all this is. Me spazzing out for a month. Yeah, because it starts like a week ago. Yeah, like, once the regular season ends... Okay, I start to get at my most anxious as the regular season starts to end. And then during the SEC tournament, I reach peak annoying, uh, where I try to pretend like I don't care, but y'all always know that's a lie. Yeah, like, oh, who won today? Of course you know who won today. <laughs> I was at flag football checking my phone the entire time. But no, I did forget to check the final score, though. Like, the last time I checked, it was five minutes left in the third. But anyway, and then that all comes to a head. Pause. Selection Sunday, where I await to see where Kentucky's playing. Let's just talk about the new format of Selection Sunday. You didn't like the selection show? I get it, but I really like when they do the seeds. Like, I get it takes a long time, but I wish that it would have been cool if they said, these are the seeds off the bat, and then they put them in their regions. Yeah, but um, as, as we found out last week, uh, the NCAA cracked a billion dollars. Uh, last year and much of that was due in part to the nearly 750 mil that the ncaa tournament brought in right so this is big business so as big business continues to expand then they want to expand every aspect of it which means they want to blow out the selection you show, think right? they have any sponsors for that everybody got sponsors except us yeah so they wanted to blow out the selection show in the hugest way possible and one way for them to do that is you bring two of your heavy hitters out there so you combine greg gumbel and his starch broadcast journalism with the nba inside the nba team so you got greg gumbel was that greg yes yeah that's great so you got greg gumbel and brian Andy. is like yeah Brian's hbo the other or whatever one. yeah, yeah. And him and EJ, they were doing the, uh, they were releasing the names of the teams in the field. What what you were talking about, what they did do differently this year is they just released all of the team names within the first 10 minutes of the show. First 13, segment. 13. First 13. Ernie minutes, lied to us. First segment, everyone's going to know exactly where everyone stands in the bracket. Now, before what they did was they went region by region, and then you kind of find out it was a slow pace. I like this way better. I mean, yeah, because you have to write stories. I mean, not just that, though. I think it's better to get that out of the way because there have been times when I was sitting there watching the Selection Sunday show before and just thinking, will you hurry up and get to our region so we could know well, what's going your on? Your region first this time, too. So No, but for everybody, though, so you got to see all of the videos of the team that weren't sure that they were getting it. Nobody seemed really excited. Oh, of course. Okay. The second that I saw cameras at those schools, it was like, oh, we're in. No, but... Think about it though. They had to have cameras at so many schools that didn't get it. I so don't imagine think so. That's how a... shitty the time was for them. No, they had to. Uh, I'm gonna say no. You don't think they did? Nah. Hmm. Because okay, let's just say there's not so many schools. There was maybe five. 
and that's yeah, it. I guess. But they were showing the schools that would get it. So it's not even like, I want to see disappointment. I mean, that's a part of this whole thing, right? Because a part of the NCAA tournament, you got the, the thrills of the close finishes. But at the same time, those close finishes have two sides of that story. You have the people with the unbelievable wins, the buzzer beaters, the comebacks. And then they love to show the people crying. They love to show the sad fans of college sports. So disappointment is a huge part of this thing. I have been on both sides of it. I almost went 40 One side's almost better. I almost went 40 and 0. Almost. I almost did. Anyway, so this year's tournament field, of course, we expected to have a couple Bahamian names in there. And we start with the greatest player in college basketball for this entire season, DeAndre Ayton and his Arizona Wildcats. They are the number four seed in the South region. The Arizona Aidens. That is what John calls them. Full disclosure, John is doing this podcast with an Arizona Wildcats hat on. So we don't even have to get Strictly to Strictly professional picks. journalism like we, here. No, we don't do that. What are you talking about? Strictly professional right here. You, no, we, no, we leave that to the other people. We are 100% subjective and we will still be good at our jobs. But see, matter. I have a backstory because my sister went to University of Arizona. So it's not like... I'm jumping on a train like I don't know the school. Hey, Kari went to FIU. Thank you. I yeah, but F- what FIU good at? Soccer? Are they? I don't think so. Maybe baseball. Are they? I think so. You know what they good at? Parties. G- gals. Yeah. I, I was going to say gals. Like FIU. <laughs> FIU is a top five team in the nation yeah. in gals. Like unquestioned. That's, that's Cheerleading not squad. Bam. Got so, it. yeah, so Aiton and the Wildcats, the number four seed, like I said, in the South, their first game will be this Thursday, and they will go against the Buffalo Braves. Buffalo was a story a couple Bulls. of years ago. Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. Bulls. Yeah. Why do I think Buffalo Braves? Anyway. Because you're thinking like old NBA or yes. whatever. Bob McAdoo or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know why I was thinking that. But they were a story, I remember a few years ago in the tournament when uh, R.J. Hunter, because his No, R.J. Hunter's Georgia Southern. What? Yeah. What am I getting wrong? So who the hell is Buffalo? Buffalo's in the Mid-American Conference. Buffalo, backstory. Did they have Bobby Hurley? Yeah. And Before, then, then yeah, Bobby okay, Hurley That's went. the story yeah. that I'm thinking Because Bobby, didn't they make the tournament? And that was the year that um, Danny White, the current AD for UCF, was at Buffalo. And he had like a bunch of home run hires. And they all got hired like one year after, like a good run. Why do we pretend like these other stories matter? Yeah. We, it's really just filler because we want to see the Blue Bloods in the Final Four. And based on your picks... You're with me. Also, uh, the num- the top-ranked team, I guess, in the bracket of any Bahamians in there, of course, Tum Tum Nairn and the Michigan State Spartans, are, they are nationally ranked at number four heading into the tournament. They got a three-seed in the Midwest region. They surprisingly lost in the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament to Michigan. Yeah. I think a lot of people expected. That was the finals, eh? No. No? No, they didn't make, they they didn't make the finals. Yeah, it was, it, was per- it was Purdue. Let me tell you why they lost the game. They're not playing enough of Tom Tom. That yeah. that leadership quality you, it's, is it's like worth ten points alone. It's only so much leadership you can provide from the bench. Yeah, you got to be on the court as a floor general, pointing to them and saying, "You take that shot, good make, high five. This is the time. The NCAA tournament is the time for force floor slapping. It's the time for leadership. It's the time when everybody props up the senior guard as an extension of the coach and all that. Blah blah blah. That's exactly what Tom Tom is. Yeah, Tum Tum pretty much is a 10th year senior on that team. Pretty much. And finally, you got Nate Bain and the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. They are the number 14 seed in the East region. They Oh, we didn't mention Tum Tum in Michigan State plays Bucknell on Friday. 
But Nate Bain and the Lumberjacks, 14th seed East Region, they play Thursday against the third seeded Texas Tech Red Raiders. I completely lost track of the Texas Tech program. I got no idea what's going on with them. Apparently, they're good. Well, from what I found out, apparently someone from USVI plays on Texas Tech, and we have a grudge against them, so we need them to lose. No, we always beef at USVI, so if they have... That's all I need to know. I mean... You got a Bahamian on one side, someone from USV on the other side. Although, they probably ain't even letting Nate in this game, bro. Yeah. Anyway. But he's so, in the dance. He's yeah, got his dancing hey, shoes. Hey, that's, that's all you need now. Let's talk about the near misses, the one that bothered us the most. Oh, man. As we were watching... Friend of the program. Conference USA title game. Uh, Dwight Colby and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers really rooting for this team to get in there. And I thought they would be able to get in at an at-large bid. John (laughs) immediately thought there was no way. He was completely right about that 100%. But they needed to get this tournament title win. And they lost to Marshall by one. 67-66. And they made a comeback. They missed a shot. Down 10 with a minute left. Something like that. Anyways, it was probably an improbable thing to happen. But it should have happened, but they missed like a layup at the end of the game or something. And their story's been so great the entire year. You, They got the highest recruit ever in the history of the program, Mitchell Robinson. He backed out and he basically, this could be an experiment that revolutionizes college basketball. He just sat out from doing everything and just worked on his game in preparation for the draft. He and Michael Porter, except didn't ex- go to yeah, school. Yeah, except he just didn't go to school at all. Um... And he just he just sat out, so they were already shorthanded by that. Then they had they had several injuries. So for a lot of this year, this team was playing with eight guys. They were here at Battle for Atlantis and they ran with eight guys. Dwight really had to mature quickly and he had an incredible season. So I wanted to see that carry through through the tournament. Not gonna happen. That would like you always say storylines. That would have been the feel good story of that game. Senior grad transfer went to two big SEC programs. Then transferred to a Big 12 program, almost made the Final Four, was injured like all those years, and finally has a chance to play in it, but it didn't happen. No, nah, didn't happen. Now, this one, a uh, friend of the program, the only way that you, the ULM Warhawks were going to get in is if they won the Sunbelt Conference. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. Like, that, that team did not have a good season, <clears throat> but Travis Munnings grew exponentially. Like, I want, I want players like that. Pause. Yeah, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me? Yeah. you want to see players like that make the tournament just because they will become storylines like you mentioned storylines for everyone to follow i feel like the nation would have been introduced to the kind of player that travis is even if it just was one game oh yeah he could he could shine in that one game against a higher rank seed well you hope with with travis that next year that they make that run and make the tournament because that's only going to help his stock in every way. And that's all we want. Like, at the end of the day, we just want the Bahamian players to shine the most to help their stock so they can get as much exposure and as many looks as possible. Uh, like you said, hopefully they make a run in the Sun Belt. They were a game away from the NCAA tournament. Last- we were Two years free- ago. We were at Freeport watching yeah. that one. And they lost a conference title game. But hopefully they get to rebound in the Sun Belt next year. We know next year we won't have Aiton. We won't have Tum Tum. We won't have Dwight. We won't have Dwight. So I don't know... Where our Bahamian presence is going to come from in the tournament next year. Hopefully, Franco picks a school that gets in. Yeah. Cornish. But hopefully, Jerome Cornish yeah. and Stony Brook is hopefully able to Travis make a run. Travis is able to do it. And like we mentioned, ULM. But if none of that happens, our fallback is always the University of Kentucky. 
So let's get to that. The path to the Alamo uh, at the NCAA tournament gets started on the 13th. Informally gets started on the 13th with the play-in games. And it runs straight through until the championship game. Before we go Go to the play-in games, right? Mm -hmm. It's the Franco decision game. We're going to make it. Go on. Oklahoma versus St. Bonavere. How do you pronounce the name? St. Bonnie's. St. Bonaventure. Yeah, St. Bonaventure. Those are two schools who offered him, and he has... The Oklahoma Sooners are playing a play-in game? Yeah. This is amazing. Because you never think of a school from a big conference like the Big 12 playing in a play-in game. But they've made it that way, like, because before it used to be the two six, the, all the 16 seeds, yeah. and then they were just like, no one's going to these games. We got to throw in an 11 seed who just happens to get in. Because Syracuse was one of those teams, right? You know what this is, right? Marketing? Yes, Trey Young has had incredible star power the entire season. Other than Dre, I would say that Trey Young was the biggest star in college basketball. It's been Aiton and it's been Trey Young all year. Yep, and there was at one point when Trey Young, because he was averaging a double double, leading yeah. lead, leading an assist in the country, and like people weren't even looking at DeAndre, but you know DeAndre's just the best. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> Get out of here with that. <laughs> Oklahoma fell off a cliff. I wasn't worried. Arizona. We were never worried. Like, we were certain he was going to the Hall of Fame from he was 15. Yeah. Like, this is this is the least surprising thing to us. Even when I was on the Cowbell Kingdom podcast and, and Leo asked me, what's his weakness? I said, DeAndre Ayton has no weakness. What are you talking about? Like, I don't even understand your question. Yeah. Maybe his decision making because he went to Arizona and not Kentucky. But anyway. Maybe he put Wildcats and he accidentally ticked Arizona. <sighs> Maybe. He was wearing a bear down shirt, though. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, like like I was saying, uh, NCAA tournament ends April 2nd in San Antonio. Hopefully, I will be there and not having to be here and watch track and field because I don't really care what people run it. But the path to the Alamo. So <laughs> the, great, we, the this is let, the best let, part let, of selection yeah, I'm, Sunday. I'm trying to I'm trying to set up the background, right? So it's become uh one of the ten YS traditions has been to just watch my reactions to anything that happens with Kentucky. I'm ridiculous. I have a UK tattoo on my arm. Uh I have a jersey sewn into a blazer that I wore at my wedding. Like that's how ridiculous I am about Kentucky basketball. Don't argue with me. So we wait and see where Kentucky ends up. Watch my reaction to that. And also John, Kari, and everybody else, they sit around and watch me watch the games because it's become an event, right? So I see Kentucky gets the fourth seed in the South. I mean, sorry, they get the fifth seed in the South. And I figured that's where we would be, you know, we would be a four or five because we had an up and down season, but started to tweak at the right time. Great SEC tournament run. So I started to celebrate that. <laughs> Two seconds later, it pops up on the screen. Arizona. Arizona, the fourth seed in the region. My jaw drops and John lets out probably, it's probably the happiest I've seen John for the month. <laughs> it was great because it's just like, and now the next game, it, because we, we always look at these matches because literally we were talking 10 minutes before that. Yo, final four, Kentucky, Arizona. We spent the entire afternoon planning out our trip uh, to the Final Four. When would it be the right time for us to go to catch up with, with Aiden and Tumto? Yeah. And I, w- I was just like, so who do you pull for in the Final Four? Little did I know it was going to be the round of 32. Yeah. So this game is officially called the Highway to Heartbreak because 
this is the road that is going to lead one of these teams to the final four but either way i will be heartbroken in this game so what the hell do i do do i go country or do i go alma mater you see and i disagree with this because i feel that you are in a win-win situation explain how the win-win situation is right you're gonna have a heartbreak if kentucky loses right uh, absolutely but then the whole country is going to be heartbroken because aiden's out i care about this country now what happens if you guys beat aiden yes right and then y'all lose the next round then everyone loses ah shit so stop being selfish y'all won nine titles before eight eight chase for nine yeah continues next year because you know what you want? You want the story that okay. they come to the Bahamas again right. and then y'all win. Right. You need that. You need you need redemption. The last, the last time we came to the Bahamas we did. I mean, well not the almost. last time, but almost. The first time we came to the Bahamas we almost went 40, you know. Yeah. The second time we came to the Bahamas we went to the final four. Yeah. I like where this is headed. It's it's just you know, that's just how it is. Now, your biggest thing is yes. is Jamaica first bahamas that's the thing though our center nick richards he is jamaican think of this let jamaica win Cal Carifta. got the, Cal let got them the win wrong. let them win carifta john we ain't gotta let them win carifta like they go win carifta Shh. regardless we're gonna give them carifta they could come with 40 people and win carifta probably. they don't even have to have 70 they probably come with like 130 just to stunt yeah, like, like, just to stunt even, it don't oh, even matter they go mm, direct flight mm. done <laughs> i like your jamaican accent it's lit they could tell you dated jamaican at one point but I, I just don't know what to do. Like, I, I get your logic. I get um I get what you're saying. Like, what if UK just bombs and then both Aiden and UK is out? But I just don't see any possible way that I could sit there watching a game and pull against Kentucky. I will be... I, I don't know. It's an internal conflict that will not be resolved at all. Because I don't know. I'm going to feel like shit either way at the end of okay, this game. Okay, so how many times have you watched the NCAA tournament Yes. and Kentucky's won? Many times. No, like the whole thing. Oh, once. 2012. April 3rd, 2012. Uh, one of the happiest days of my life. Top three. Okay. So yeah. 2012, right? Yeah. Now, what's another year of losing? Each one hurts, John. Yeah. But it'll hurt a little less. You Look, you're not thinking long term here. You're not thinking about going to the Final See, Four. You're not thinking about hanging out with Aiden. I want to go to the Final Four. You're not, you, you, I want to hang out with... Okay, here, here's now, my ration. Now it's not ahead. trusting the process. Go ahead. You're not trusting the process. Okay. You don't care about the promise. Okay. You are just a phony because this is the path... How dare you? This is the path towards going to the Final Four. How dare you, John? Then when we go to the NBA draft... Yes. And then we're clubbing in downtown New York. We will be. Lit as hell extremely lit then we're jumping on Dre's plane because we already planned this out to go to whatever press conference draft he goes to we are bumming a ride on a jet yeah that's happening and then we're going to be like this going back to Nassau and we will bum a ride home on a jet okay I get all of that right here's my rebuttal all of that shit you just said is going to happen anyway because irrespective of what happens these next few games in this tournament we are going to be in new york deandre ayton is going to be but a top i won't go to pick. san antonio so none of this is going to matter in the long term though so hold on so if he's going to have ain't nobody on uk team going in the lottery ain't you, nobody on uk team i'm going to the draft to cover so you want to go to san antonio can, we can still have both moments i can still have the joy of the ncaa tournament and the joy of the draft in June if UK wins. Do you want to go to the Final Four? Yes. So, you need Aiden to win. 
You're not going to the Final Four if it's Kentucky. You're not. You're going to be right there at Carifta watching Jamaica win a bunch of races. Don't wish that on me. We're supposed to be friends. What's wrong with you? Now, if Aiden goes, then we'll be in San Antonio watching basketball. This game is on Saturday, right? Yeah, I think this game is on Saturday. Yeah, and then the other one's on a Monday. <sighs> okay. All right. All right, let's 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 talk a bit about uh, Michigan State's path. Um, to me, looking at the bracket, it looks like they're headed for a Sweet 16 matchup against Duke. And I know the last time they played Duke in the NCAA tournament didn't turn out too well. I think Duke went on to win that year. Can we? That was Duke and Butler, I think it was. Can we trust Michigan State? Um, I know they say April, uh, yeah, no, Tom January, Izzo, Tom Izzo February, and March, Izzo, April, May, or whatever. You know what? Yeah. Can you trust them? Because yeah. they're notorious for losing in the first round. They Be- did. They did that. They did uh, last year. Yeah, no, but they do a couple times. Yeah, but they also make some really, really unexpected runs at the Final Four with teams that overachieve. That I mean, Tom Izzo didn't get that reputation from out of nowhere. He's done this time and time again. But if they could barely, what well, they made the semifinals in their conference, you think they're going to make it through the NCAA? I mean, Michigan's a, Michigan's a good team, though. Michigan's been nationally ranked for most of the year. I mean, obviously you expected State to win that game, but it's not like they, they, they blew an upset against a team that they shouldn't have. Now... Excuse me. This has been one of Tom Izzo's more talented teams in recent memory, and I've seen him do a lot more with a lot less. Like the team that that made that Final Four run when Tum Tum was a sophomore, they weren't this good. They were not as good as this team. That's because Tum Tum played. There's, There's a difference. When Tum Tum plays, they go further. Oh, that's where you were going with that. And I feel I feel like because this. Listen, there hasn't been a dominant team in college basketball this year. That number one spot has shifted so much. That was before allegations came out. Angry Aiton. Yeah. We're going to get to, we're gonna get to <laughs> Angry Aiton later on in this. But there hasn't been a dominant team, and I feel like so much of this bracket has been wide open. This is a prime time for Michigan State to make one of those runs to add to Tom Izzo's legacy of doing this shit in March. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they make the Final Four. I mean, because, hey, Aiden is not the only reason we can end up in San Antonio. We will also end up there if Tum Tum in Michigan State makes this run. Just ain't going to be as fun. One thing, though, we get plenty of interviews with Tum Tum, though. Yeah, leadership. Ain't, ain't no one could be around that locker. What a say. <laughs> They're going to be interviewing everyone else. We go try to get Aiden? No, go- but he's like, the media loves him. Like, after yeah. Miles Bridges, I think it's him. Yeah, but to a point, like, you're not going to interview. Like They will, on. dog. I write so many of these stories, they interview him all the time. So we're going to get now to do how I go. Yeah, that's that's usually how I I stand out. Yeah, that's how we approach... That's how I stand out in the crowd. I shout, like, Bahamian colloquial expressions to differentiate myself from all these American reporters. I mean, it works. I don't don't know what to tell you. You go how I go, like, what? Huh? What's that? (laughs) That's exactly what they do. What's the path for Stephen F. Austin? to get to the final four jesus yes that's it that's how we move on okay so to me another thing that stood out as the brackets came out i feel like these are weak number ones like i feel like villanova yeah. is a strong number one I anyone th- else no confidence in let me give the list of number ones before you move on so you got nova you got virginia, virginia xavier. xavier and kansas overrated but anyway those are your number ones i think that virginia is the weakest number one of all even though they have the Worse best than Xavier? Yeah. 
Go ahead. I just feel that every year we get the same Virginia team. The same team. The same exact Virginia and, team. This and, Virginia team <laughs> has not it's changed. It's no difference between all the other years. And it's just like, we're just going to take this same team and try to win. And at the end of the day, okay, you might make, you know, Sweet 16. But then you're going to hit a DeAndre Aiden type player. And he's going to go and put up like 86 points on you. He probably will. He probably will. But you're absolutely right about that. Uh, it's because I don't know what Virginia's rules are. Do they have names on the back of the jerseys? I don't remember. Anyway, they I se- think so. They seem like one of those schools that wouldn't. Uh, nobody wears any, you know, uh, anything on their wrists or anything like that. None of their. You know what they remind me swag. of? Like a they're, bunch, a bunch of white boys. They're a, gen- they're a generic team. They play with that boring, you know, sound defense, ball movement. We don't have stars, kind of. No, you set. need stars. Nobody wants to see that but in the NCAA tournament. Isn't it surprising that two Big East teams are number one seeds? It really is. Like, is this like the SEC and college football type I felt thing? like the Big East was dying a couple of years ago. Wasn't that the common theme that a lot of people were saying? Yeah, but then, you know, they get that big media contract and you prop them up for no reason. Villanova, like I said, to me, they're the most legitimate number one. That team has been ridiculously good all year. We had a chance to see them here at the Battle for Atlantis. I feel like a lot of people had to be impressed with their showing from early on. Jalen Brunson is a legit star. He has to end up on a whole lot of people's uh, first-team All-American list. uh, Is it Mikhail or Michael? I'm never good at pronouncing his name. Anyway, Bridges is an NBA talent. I'm going to go with Mikhail. Bridges, he's an NBA talent. That Villanova team, Jay Wright, always recruits really good guards. And he plays a three-guard lineup that just shoots the lights out of the gym. So Villanova, legitimate number one to me. We mentioned Virginia. I don't like them. What is there to like about Xavier other than Blewett? Because I don't know anything about this Xavier team. I mean, who cares? Like, for real. Because I think that... I don't. Villanova has the easiest bracket. Let's just put it that way. They do. And I think their biggest test is going to be when they play Wichita State. That's how far I think Wichita State will make it to. If uh, that's their biggest test, then I think Villanova is going to be fine. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like, Let's get to that fourth number one because this is the part of the podcast that uh, Anton's probably going to be listening to very intently. Kansas is overrated. Is the this the Big first 12? time that a 16 seed beats a one? I hope so. The Big 12 was trash. This Everybody was... Giving Bill and, Self oh, these see, pats on the and, back. Oh, the job he's done at Kansas winning another conference, blah, blah, blah. The Big 12 was trash. First of all, the Big 12 has like three teams. It was so, it was, they were so bad. Second, like, Oklahoma shouldn't be in the tournament because they lost like a million games in a row towards the end of the but season. But as much as Oklahoma was losing, if they play against Kansas right now, you probably still give Oklahoma a shot though. Kansas is so bad. I, I don't, anyway, whatever. I mean, that's my bias because I really don't like Kansas like that. But I do not think that team was a number one. I don't think winning the Big 12 means you automatically get to become a number one seed. I just don't. Yeah, it's not like it's the SEC, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that Kansas has one of the hardest paths to get to um, wherever they want to go. Because, okay, the first game. They ended up in San Antonio, tell you that. The first game is supposed to be chalk for them, right? But then Steven. Who's that that matchup? Who's the 16 team? Penn. Pulling for the Quakers. Yeah. We need Ivy League. We need smart people to get to the second Let's round. Go Quakers. Okay, who they got in the second? Then they got Seton Hall, right? And then there's a possibility between Clemson and Auburn, which I got them playing Auburn. Then they'll have to play Duke or Michigan State. Oh, Duke getting them the hell up at the paint. 
Well, I got Michigan State beating Duke. Michigan cause. State getting them the hell up at the paint too. Like I, if, so I don't see Kansas beating any one of those. Kansas teams. has a hard like everyone says that Kentucky's in the, the the bracket of death. I don't think so. We always get the most difficult bracket. Though. I don't think so. Yours look pretty chalky. We get Arizona in the second round. Okay, and then you, if you go on, if you if you beat Arizona in the second round, you should make the final four. Bro, that is such a huge if. Like you just glossed over that. Like that's nothing. It's Arizona in the second round. I don't care what happens after that. Oh, I don't care what's there. Yeah, after y'all that. ain't gonna make because Arizona go in. Bear down. Arizona Aiden's. Fuck. All right, let's move on to the next segment. We want to call blame the mob. So. The FBI pro was, other than DeAndre Ayton, probably one of the biggest stories in college basketball, fitting that he was a part of that story. So Lies and foolishness. L- foolishness. I love <laughs> Thanks for reminding me about that. Listen, if you, if you are not on this DeAndre Ayton bandwagon as yet, just go and watch the interview where he was asked about the FBI probe and the ESPN report about him being involved in it. Just watch how he dismisses it in the most behemian way, calling it foolishness. You know, we're gonna, every one of your Grammys could be proud. We're going to get that clip and put it on our IG. That's Just what we're going to do. Foolishness. Foolishness. Who else would say that? So, tum-tum. Tum-tum. Maybe. Several of the teams named in the FBI probe near the top not invited to this NCAA tournament. I got to wonder if Mark Emmert is just trying to keep them away from all the media attention or were they just not good enough to get in? So we're talking I'm going to go where they weren't good enough to get in. We're talking about Louisville. We're talking not about Oklahoma enough. State. And we're talking about USC. USC made the Pac-12 title game. But see, yeah, the whole thing is, and I think with Oklahoma State, I think that that's the biggest snub because I think that they should have gone over Oklahoma. Like, to me, that that one is the big... They just played them in the conference tournament and beat them. That should have been pretty much a playing game. Like, and then all of a sudden, you're now penalizing these teams. That's garbage because it's all alleged. Foolishness. Yeah. You heard what Aiden said. Nothing. Nothing is but, you know, Louisville sucks. We know that. They don't deserve to be in there. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Um, USC, I would have thought, you know, they were not a bad team. No, they weren't. Like, Arizona State, um, did they get in, right? Arizona State? Uh, yeah, Arizona so, State did get it. And that's the thing. Like, I think USC is better than Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. Facts. So, so it, even with the teams that were a part of the probe that did get in, we're, talking, got lower about seeds. Ari- we're talking about Arizona. We're talking about Auburn. Were they ranked lower than they probably should have been? Because I don't... I mean... Is Arizona really a number four team? Because a lot of Arizona's losses were when this team was not at full strength. Um, I think Arizona is better than Kansas. Is I, Arizona a number four seed? Is no. Is Auburn a number five seed? I thought Arizona should have been between a two and three seed. Yeah. That's what I, especially with this last run that happened. Because and not in the South region. Yeah. I mean, high school nationals for basketball should have been this last week. So we could have I mean, they could have put us in, they could have put us in that Xavier region. Put us in that Xavier region. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, but I think Arizona, I think that that was... The committee was told by the NCAA, hey, you're gonna the teams that have been alleged to be, you know, giving money out, we're gonna need you to either rank them a little lower and put them in harder games because then it's gonna justify the fact if they get knocked out. Because now all of a sudden, if Arizona loses in the second round, it isn't gonna be they lost to St. Mary's or a school like that. No, they lost to Kentucky, a blue blood program, people are just gonna be like, Oh, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I think 
I think what you want is if you're Mark Emmert, you just want all of that to be forgotten. And if he had his way, I'm sure he wouldn't even want Arizona and Auburn there at all because this is the time for the NCAA. I mean, this is their big money time. This is where this is the big, this is a high point in their business. So they don't want any improprieties to be a part of this. Well, you know what? They will be because you're getting, making all of this money off the backs of free labor. And then we're going, I was listening to some show on um, ESPN radio. Now that, you know, 103.5 is amazing. Shout out 103.5. (laughs) Like y'all lit now. But they were saying how, um, is this a national? Is this tournament a tournament to who's gonna vacate the title? It's the vacate. <laughs> like it's the, <laughs> it's the vacated tournament. It's the, and then the whole thing is right. I can care less because if my team wins, aka the Arizona Aidens, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like he win. Yeah, we yeah yeah. This is like be, champions. We could be in New York while. So every year, uh, and we're gonna talk some more about selecting your bracket later because we are going to have a fun competition for our listeners. But there's a five twelve upset every year, and it's guaranteed to happen in the first round. I am petrified because Kentucky is in the five twelve matchup. So we are each going to pick a five twelve matchup that we think could possibly go down. So Kentucky's five; they're going against Davidson twelve. Some of the other five twelve matchups you got: Ohio State, San Diego State. Clemson, New Mexico State, West Virginia, Murray State. Pick one. All right. So, I mean, I know I'm going to pick one, but I'm just going to go with my hardcore analysis right now. You know, my NBA insight, my NBA college basketball insight. I was watching the Davidson game today when they beat Rhode Island, right? Oh, no. And they compare someone to Steph Curry. What do you... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So... Why why would you tell me that before Thursday, John? Because you got to know these things, right? I don't want to know that. You don't want to know... I won't go in ignorant. (laughs) Yeah. You're not going to ignorant anymore, right? So, but my thing is, and I think that it's the San Diego State game against Ohio State. Tell, tell me more about the Steph Curry nigga. What'd they say? Oh, they like compared his numbers and they were like eerily similar. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he wears number 31. Oh, no. So, yeah. Where are we watching this game? Are you going to be back? Um, I get back Thursday. So, if the game, yeah. I should be. But right, yes, I, I have to watch. This I game think safely in the I think it's the San Diego State game because Ohio State is known for just losing for some reason. I am gonna say that upset. That, well, actually, I do like that one. I do like that one. Uh, but I'm just gonna agitate Stony for no reason, and I'm gonna say New Mexico State's gonna be Clemson. And you know what Stony's gonna say? He's gonna curse at me. No, he won a national title in football two years ago, so he doesn't care. Strong. Yeah. Strong. All right, you know why we're here. Let's get to our final four picks. John, give us the rundown on who you have escaping their brackets and meeting in San Antonio. I pretty much went Chalk City. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got Villanova, Kansas, Xavier. So you got three number ones three number in ones. the final four. I feel and like then that, that never happens. Arizona Aidens. And I just feel that the Arizona Aidens are so much stronger than all the other teams that you could put 25 number one seeds in the final four and Arizona's going to beat them. It's it's because of angry Aiden. All right. My final four. And see, that's another thing. Angry Aiden with the A, the low coming. Jeez. We're, 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 we're going to talk some more about angry Aiden. It's very important. My final four picks. I've got, surprisingly, <clears throat> emerging out of the South. Nobody saw this coming. I got the University of Kentucky Wildcats. It's the wrong Wildcats. To the final four. There's there's only one Wildcats. No. There's, 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 anyone else is a lesser some sort. Anyone else is like a house cat. 
Look, you know what's crazy? He was actually wearing an Arizona hat like two days ago. <laughs> I saw it on your drawer. So, think about that. It's destiny that I, I also win. have Villanova, just like you do, advancing to the final four. Jay Wright is probably going to have like his million dollar suits there again. I've got Michigan State advancing to the final four because I will. Because you want to go to the final four. <laughs> like that, that's his ticket to the final four. Like, hey, Tom Tom, Michigan State, need, get me to the final four. I need Michigan State to get there if it's not going to be Arizona. And finally, the biggest upset of all. I have the Missouri Tigers in the final four. And I'm sure not a lot of people are going to say that, but... Michael Porter's going to come out on average 30. Michael Porter is going to come out. Michael Porter has not played college basketball this entire year. He had he looked exactly like someone who sat out the year in the SEC tournament. I feel like Michael Porter has his legs back under him, or he's going to by the time this game is is set to tip off. I feel like he's going to work his way through this tournament, and everyone is going to see why this dude, before this back injury, he was the consensus number one pick for this draft. First of all, all them people would have still been wrong without a back injury. Don't sleep on this dude. Though. I'm not sleeping on him. I'm just saying Aiden is just 10 times better than him. All right, let's talk about angry Aiden. Now, the promise was great the entire year. We know exactly what he was bringing to the table, right? This, this this entire NCAA tournament this year is about us going to San Antonio. That's what this is about. Like, there are other storylines, but that's the main one, Let's right? just go backstory. When I went to Arizona, I was talking to um, the SID from, for basketball. And I would bring up every time, I can't wait till we go to San Antonio. Yeah. I can't wait to... So plant the seed in there to, so he knows. Hey. We gonna be in this. We gonna be in San Antonio. So we're gonna need those credentials. So before one hoop was scored <clears throat> who did deandre ayton meet that completely changed the course of arizona basketball this year john tell the people well you know i was going with my brother-in-law to go pick up my credentials and he's like oh all the basketball players walk around here blah 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 and he was like what happens to see deandre i'm like well i'm just gonna go out and say hey, deandre what you saying and i don't know where in the segue no, is this, no, the hoverboard. Whatever those. Yeah, whatever the hoverboard. Yeah. You see the I'm like, yo, DeAndre, come take a picture of my nephew, Dean marries. So you all owe it to Dean. None of this would have been possible. Trajectory up, and he's been trending up ever since. But ever since that FBI probe came out, <laughs> the fake this news. Is, this is <laughs> this has been a different DeAndre Ayton. Like, Angry it's Aiden is the best Aiden there is. The non-foolish Aiden. Foolishness. So, the first game of the Pac-12 tournament, meager 10-6. and six, They were beating Colorado pretty Well, he early. was in foul trouble. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, he was. He the, was No, 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 on. the first... It was the second game he was a mediocre because it was Cal. No, no. They played Cal first, right? We got to look at these stats. I think they had a... I think... Didn't they have a bye? Anyway. Yeah, that's they not, did. Yeah, so they it was Colorado and then and then they jumped right in the quarterfinals. So it was Colorado when he had ten and six, right? And then in the semifinals against UCLA, he went off. He had back to back thirty two point games to end the Pac twelve tournament. So I think he had thirty two and fourteen against UCLA and then thirty two and eighteen to end it against USC. This is angry this is angry Eaton. This is what angry Eaton does. He's the most unstoppable force in college basketball. This is getting us to San Antonio. He is college basketball. Yeah, he is college basketball. Now, look at this. Guys, we're going to revert. 
Nile already said that this was going to get us to San Antonio. So he yes. already has it that he's going for the country. Country first. I don't even like this country. I went through great lengths to ensure that my son was not born in this country. That doesn't matter. You're still going country first. Because this is going to be... Look, first of all, we, we see everyone out there sharing Bleach Report stuff and everything. Y'all could have short, shared the local stories that we wrote about Aiden since he was 15. This isn't new. It's four years old. It really ain't new. So if if y'all had followed us from the jump, y'all would have known about this. We've been bigging this guy up, pause, for the last four years. I mean, he's and he's been playing here and y'all have not been coming to watch. Like, I remember, let's let's take it back to the UNC game. Nobody paid any attention to that except for us. Other media houses packed up and left. Yeah. I mean, or if anybody was there, they were there just to say they saw North Carolina play. But we knew what we were there for. You had a Bahamian rising up the charts uh, on the recruiting circuit in America. Everyone's calling him number one since he was in eighth grade. How do you not watch him play against a blue blood program like UNC? And you saw what happened. It was his coming out party pause to the entire world. 16 and 18 against you know what would be great? If a they, team that went on to win the national yeah, title. If they play them in the final four UNC and he beats them again. He will. Yeah, he no, will. I'm just, you know, great storylines. And that's because why KJ you, can't beat Roy Williams. You know Williams. why we need that? I mean, Roy Williams You know why we need KJ. that to happen? Because then everyone's going to be asking for our Aiden videos, and it's going to be all over the TV, and we're going to be like, told you. Yeah. And then he was back here again. They created an entire showcase just so you people could watch him play. When he was at Hillcrest Prep, they were down here. You had a chance to watch him play again. I feel like all of y'all folded on that. You did slightly better at Battle for Atlantis when Arizona was here. Not as good as I would have liked to see you people do. But listen, two years ago, we had, well, he wasn't the best player in college basketball, but Buddy Heal was the story of college basketball. We had that two years ago. I feel like we failed miserably at capitalizing on that the way we should have. We didn't treat that with the proper respect. Not us, but the country didn't treat that with the proper now respect. Now we have we a have. second chance. Two years later, you have it again where you have the best player in college basketball. If y'all niggas don't pay attention to, th- to this one game, these two games that he's going to play before he's eliminated. You just said that you're going to the Final Four, Aiden. Like, make your mind up, right? I can't make my mind up. This is what's going to happen this entire week. I just want to fast forward to Thursday. I don't want to talk about this anymore. This, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. We got to end the podcast. I'm just, I'm just going to be like a nervous wreck until whenever this game happens. This entire week. Oh, man. They're playing at the Taco Bell Arena. <laughs> That's lit. This has been Bracket Cast. This is the accredited. I'm going to be nervous the entire month of March. John is just going to be waiting for us to buy tickets to San Antonio. Stay to Oh, shoot. Before we end the podcast, how could you let me forget? So, we are going to make picks. You heard a little you heard a little bit uh, of our picks, but we are going to fill out our brackets and we are going to open up our competition to some of our listeners, to some of our readers, and you are going to get an opportunity to win some 10YS merch. John Philemon. Yeah, so if you I guess we can't win it ourselves, but we know we're going to come first and second. If we win it, then we can pick somebody who to give it to. No, we're just going to go down the list and get who's the next highest one. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, I, if I win, I'm picking yeah. someone to give it so, to. So we can't win it ourselves, so it guys, big, yeah. don't be scared. Y'all still have a chance to win because our bracket's just going to be amazing. Well, now's bracket's going to get busted up the second game. <laughs> but you're going to have your choice between getting... Well, you know what? We're going to make it. You can get a shirt and a hat 
Yeah. And any color you want. Yeah, so so this tournament retail uh, value two million dollars. Exactly. This tournament you have an opportunity to win you some Tem YS merch. Hey. The same be merch the envy of all the your same friends. merch that these NBA players have. Watch when y'all see Clay Thompson walk in the tunnel wearing a ten YS shirt. Y'all think y'all ain't gonna see Jerry wearing a ten YS shirt after he get drafted. Hmm. Y'all stay woke. Y'all ain't see the picture of Buddy wearing a ten YS hat? It yeah. out there. Somewhere. Internet a big place. So be on the lookout for that uh, after the pod is up. And I'm sure you'll see us talking about it. And we'll be posting about it because the tournament gets started on Wednesday. So that's going to be out there. Listen, join. Uh, because it's fun to compete in office pools. You get a chance to compete with us. I think the entire 10YS team is going to fill up their brackets. And we'll keep you posted with how the Bahamian players are doing. Follow us on all social media platforms. Follow the 10YS tournament tracker as we do every year because, you know, this this is one of the most important assignments we have. So, don't follow Now's Bracket if you want to win. Just saying. <laughs> this has been the accredited. This has been 2018 Bracket Cast. <sighs> Go Big Blue. All right, I'm not going to tell you what to put on the air. I'm not allowed to tell us what to put on the air.